This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other of the show, a true love sponge, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I agree with the focus group and Greg. Those arms were not working. <laughs> Those arms were not working. There's a whole lot about that that was not working for Carrie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a whole lot that was not working for her. If you've been listening to the podcast, though, since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the second episode of the final season of Succession titled Rehearsal on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to Patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level and when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show if you want ad free access to the podcast any level of being a patreon supporter will get you the show ad free doesn't matter if you're signing up for as low as the three dollar level as high as the twenty dollar level every level of being a patreon supporter will get you the show ad free on the patreon app if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by writing us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, write us a review while you're there on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to interact with the show, send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear any thoughts, any questions, any comments that you might have about the, the show, the things that we're covering. Anything that you would just like to add, we would love to hear those over at our email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. And real quick, like I was saying, uh, we've talked about this the last couple of shows. We're really trying to get on get uh, Rotten Tomato certified. Uh, one of the requirements is to be have 200 review ratings on Apple. Uh, so if you are listening to the show on Apple, we would really really appreciate it if you would just scroll on down in your uh, show. If you haven't done it on your uh, app player, excuse me, on your podcast player, scroll on down and just click the little five stars. That would help us out a whole lot. Uh, like I said, so if you're already there and you've done that, thank you. But if you haven't, that would help us out a lot. We would truly appreciate it. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. All right, so this is the second episode of the final season. Uh, real quick, before we get into it, we do this every episode. What were your general thoughts about this one? Man, this was another just incredible episode with the Roy family. And they were all over the place, all over the <laughs> state. Yeah, they were. The city. And I was just riveted every second. And... Logan, man, I think this may have been Brian Cox's best episode in a while on the show because he really took over in several yeah, ways. Just wa watching him at ATN was terrifying, <laughs> as yeah, Greg was. was talking about. I will say they really spoiled a lot of the funny lines for this episode and the last one in the trailer. Yeah, they did, yeah. But I think. We, I think, I think going forward, I think we may be okay because I think uh, like. A lot of the ones we heard tonight were some of the ones we had seen in the trailer. Right. So maybe moving forward, we won't be spoiled. But uh, anyway, man, it was just it was just fantastic. And and ending on that scene, 
you know, with, with the family together. Right. That was just like a vulnerable Logan, which is always scary. Oh, yeah, it is. And let's look, for me, this episode, it, it was a chef's kiss. I mean, it was yeah. just everything that this show has become, everything that we think about when we think about this show, just the mm-hmm. the dynamics between the siblings, the dynamics that uh, Logan Roy has with just everyone in general. Um, Tom and Greg, you know, Ugh. we didn't get quite as much of them in this, but when we did get them, they were yeah. right on point there. I mean, it was just everything that worked really well about the series in general, I think was maybe on display Connor in this Roy, one. Maybe Connor Roy's best episode. Yeah, I think you're probably right about uh, that. Mm-hmm. Very well rounded Conroy all over the place, and you just you felt for him. Oh yeah, you you really even did. his sibling Shiv didn't care, but you could tell Roman that definitely Kendall, did. Uh, Kendall did too. Yeah. Like they were like they were like you could tell they were like man, we need to have a drink with him. He's down, and then they were like Willow's good. You need to work it out. Like I don't know that you could tell they cared about the brother. And this is something as the show's gone on, and I think in this season it's hard to really root for the main three ship and they have gotten worse oh yeah like they're already bored of of the pierce network right and they're ready to just completely burn them because that's this is where uh, let's kind of talk about that real quick because i get this is where the business part of this sometimes just i I get a little frustrated with the show because it's kind of hard to figure out it's hard to figure out their motivation well and not to mention a lot of jargon too oh yeah especially with kindles talking oh and Kendall is talking i mean i I will say this what jeremy strong does with that i mean because he's just he is a buzzword person right 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 and he wants to do and he doesn't even know what those buzzwords i mean they're i'm in education there are tons of buzzwords in education and when i hear somebody like spouting off buzzword after buzzword i'm like you literally have no idea what you're talking about, probably. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I feel like that's the way Jeremy Strong's uh, Kendall Roy is in in this show. Is he he spouts all this stuff up all the time yeah. and, and has no idea. I mean, he calls himself well, a, a Buddhist in this. I know. <laughs> like, no, you're not a Buddhist, all dude, at all, at all. Like, like I said, he's not very bright. He just knows the buzzwords that right. people think they want to hear. Right, and he has the Roy name attached to him, so people right. pay attention to him because of the fact that he yeah. is. He he's the oldest child and everybody well outside of Connor, but he's the oldest one in the actual business that everybody thinks is going to eventually get the company. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So let me make sure I understand this. I want to run this by you because, like I said, the business part of this I get sometimes get a little frustrated. So we have Shiv, who is they're obviously looking. They start off this episode at least with the with the siblings anyway. They start off with the siblings. They are watching Pierce, they're watching it on television yeah. and they're already making notes about what they want to change, how they want to mix it up and all this type of stuff. And speaking of buzzwords, Kendall just wants to do an entire segment on Africa every single day. <laughs> He's like, I would watch that. And Roman uh, rightfully calls him out. No, you wouldn't watch that at all. Um, ho- homework, homework, the ho- series. Yeah, homework, the series. That was a great line from Shiv. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, but anyway, but she gets a phone. Uh, she I don't remember. If she called or somebody called her. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. Well, she got a call about being screwed over by the divorce. Right, and that's what I was getting to. I can remember if, if she called her or somebody called her. Someone so, called her. So she's getting. She's trying to find a divorce divorce lawyer because her and Tom are getting divorced, and it turns out that basically Tom has tied up all of the lawyers that she would go to, the powerhouse lawyers in New York that she would go to to, to have this divorce taken care of. 
and now she can't use any of them. And this is a yeah. play that is directly from her dad. And the moment, like after that, she calls up Sandy. So I'm thinking that she's ready to cut. She's just ready to destroy them because they have to have the money from the sale of right. Go- to Gojo to do the deal with Piers. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. She is basically saying, "I will blow up this deal, even though it's going to screw me over getting peers, just to screw up my dad." That's correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just want to make I sure. I think she do. was so angry about her dad pulling the same lawyer move that we saw him do against Kendall. Right. Was it last season or the season before? I think it was the season before. I can't remember. Yeah, but like you know, this this is a Logan Roy tactic. Yeah. It, so, like I said, that's what I want to make sure that she yeah. is, she knows she is blowing up this deal right. if, if yeah. she does this. Okay. And I feel like that's the same case with Logan. He is not Logan. Kendall. He gets the call from he gets the call from uh, what's his yeah. name Madsen, yeah. and he gets that call and then he realizes that he understands that Madsen is going to walk that he's not just blowing smoke up their up their butts. But I think he also thought Madsen was worried and they may could get more money out of him oh well you may be you may be true okay that may be the i case. think that's well i think he smelt blood in the water okay that may be the case because i was i was really struggling shiv i thought i yeah. understood no i think you're right on shiv but i think he smelled blood he was like okay we can get more out of madison okay that makes sense to me okay because like, said, like he did not like well you know earlier we had saw stewie which i was always glad to Stewie's see Stewie's always great yes he's always <laughs> and, fantastic you know he Kendall was not listening to Stewie then. No, he, he was not well listened to. But uh, he smelled blood in the water for for Matson. Yeah. Okay. That that, that makes was more the sense. first time. Yeah. You know, Matson, when we have, anytime we have seen him, he has been cocky as hell. He doesn't oh, yeah. want to talk. He says very few words. He's very direct. He talked a lot. Yeah, he did. And that in that short scene. He's he is very worried and that he's threatening, which he makes him think. I think Kendall thinks we can get more money out because he wants this. Okay, that makes more sense to me because I was struggling with Kendall's why why he all of a sudden yeah. decides to change direction. Because my my initial thought was he just wants to screw over his dad again. He sees I mean, this there's up. probably some of that too, but I think he thought there was more money here. Okay, okay, that makes that does actually make a little sense to me. I can I can see that. Now let's talk about that. Who's right in this? Who do you think's right? Do you think uh, Shiv and Kendall are right, or do you think Logan is correct? And that if they if they don't approve this deal, who, do you think he walks away, or do you think he uh, does pony up his money? I'm with Logan. I'm kind of with Logan here. I don't trust Madsen. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm very much in that same. Because also, he seems like the type. If you've made a deal with him, I don't want to hear any more. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the case as well. I feel like he felt like he met with Logan at the end of season two, season right. three, and he worked out the deal that it was done, it was all taken care of. And honestly, I think also what makes it, I couldn't, I was, I paused a couple of times on that little document that Stewie sent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't. I yeah, I, I couldn't really it. read it. I couldn't really see. I was trying to see. I wanted to see if the reason, because Stewie mentions this actually. When the kids negotiate that deal for Pierce for $10 billion, I think what Stewie was hinting at is this actually drove the market price up for what they were getting ready to do for Waste uh-huh. on Royco. That makes sense. Yeah. And like by them actually doing this, this makes them, this makes the the Stewie and the Sandy part of, of the deal of uh, the boardroom they realize hey if that if that's how much Pierce is, then we can get even more out of out of this, and yeah. we're underselling at this point. That makes sense. Yeah. So, like I said, it's 
the the business part of this is the part that is always just a little bit fussy for well, me. I'll be well, real it's honest also with you. hard because they're all screwing each other. You yeah, know, in mm-hmm. these deals as well. Yeah, they are. They're always screwing each other. They're always trying to. They're always just looking out for themselves first and foremost. And if it benefits somebody else in the long run, fine. But they're going to do what benefits them. In well, and, and let's be honest. In our normal lives, I don't. You know, at my work, I don't use words like he's juiced, so I have no clue what the hell they're talking about. He's got juice. I guess what he's trying to say is, I I think what he was saying there is, they actually have something that they can use against me. Right, right. That's what we get towards at the end. But uh, I love the, I, I loved some of the stuff that they're doing this, the the introduction of Carrie possibly becoming an ATN news anchor. You know, I didn't know what I thought. What they were just going to do with it is they were just going to have us see this, the the juggling part with Tom and Greg and everybody else about how to handle this with Logan. Yeah. But when we actually see the video, she's bad. Oh, she's I know. Really bad. I love the scene of Hugo and Jerry laughing. I know. I just oh, that made me oh that that really owed me. But like uh, yeah, it's just crazy that Logan. When he talks to Tom, well, I, it was after he saw Hugo and Jerry. That's right. when it hit him. You know, he has been thinking with the wrong head. Yes, Because he's he like, oh, yeah, she's ready for this. Then he sees them laughing. He's like, oh, God, this is bad. Yeah. So, he, you know, he talks to Tom and pretty much makes Tom realize, oh, yeah, we can't put her out there. But it's not my idea. I'm nowhere involved. <laughs> that's right. She needs a lot more practice. Yeah. It's uh, it's nowhere on his plate. It's that they would think she's ready if you if you were anyone, you would need to be have a lot of practice. Oh yeah, if you've not done that before, it's just surprising. Oh, well, I mean, Logan is—it's what you said. He was—he wasn't thinking with the correct part of his body. That's the problem. So, yeah. uh, that's the reason why he's even con- contemplating this to begin with. Um, and one of the best scenes of the entire series, though, is the is the scene where Logan is just walking around the oh, newsroom. Yeah. I guess the the news floor with yeah. his sunglasses on, and Greg is like portray is like giving the play by play to 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 Tom yeah. on the phone. One of just an absolute all time scene in my what opinion. What was it? It's it's like if Jaws. If it's it was like it's like it Jaws. If everybody that Jaws ate worked for Jaws or something like yeah, that, I yeah. don't remember what the exact oh, line was. Hilarious. But this yeah. one was full of lines. I mean, there were a lot of lines that they spoiled in the trailer, but there were a ton more out there as well. well. I love when Logan got upset about the what the guy sending the one email, email right? and he's like, "Don't don't don't hurt yourself yeah, working so hard." Yeah, I mean, just just layers. I thought. This scene with Greg and Carrie was one of the best scenes of the series. Yeah, it was good. The way that he actually ends up confronting her because he's basically yeah. firing her as this, or basically saying, I know he's not really firing her, but he's saying, we're not going to bring you on like you want us to. It, it's just so funny that, of course, Tom backs out because he wants no part of it. All right. And she, we have seen, she hates Greg. Oh, yeah, she does. And of course, he's the one who has right. to deliver the news that her her arms are her problem. <laughs> yeah, every time that she gets an opportunity to crap on Greg, she always takes that opportunity. Yeah. And it, I look, I wish the only thing I wish they would have done differently. I wish Greg would have kind of reveled in that a little bit more because she has crapped on him so very much. I know, I know that he would have kind of like been a little bit more. And just in, but the other the other problem is though obviously that is his that is Logan's girlfriend as well as yeah, his assistant he so he he's got to be very cautious because like when she attacks him like 
He's like, why not? You've you've uh, put your hands on every other woman in this uh, <laughs> city. I was like, jeez. And then he just goes, thank you. I like that. That was just a, <laughs> I, that was just a great response from Nicholas Braun. He was disgusting brothers. Yeah, that was just absolutely great. A classic, a classic response from Greg. It, uh, like I said, just everything about this episode is just fantastic, and we haven't even gotten to just the most awkward rehearsal dinner in oh, all of history. Uh, but we'll talk about that in just a second. So. They have this meeting outside of uh, when they actually finally make their way back to New York because Logan, again, does a power play on them. They're getting ready to board a helicopter so then they go to the rehearsal dinner. When they get to the airport, they're not allowed to board the helicopter. Uh, it's just a great scene where the yeah. three of them think – because the three of them think they are something – Right. When they and they are, let's be honest, they are because they have lots of money and they on of yeah. their own, and they are the the children of one of the most powerful people in the country in, in this show. But they're still nowhere near as good as they think they are. No, and then they're just a holes. Oh yeah, to every staff person, right. just any working person. That, that's why that scene especially is where you're like. These people are very unlikable. Yeah, oh yeah, they're very unlikable. They every there's nothing there's very they do have their moments and that's the what kind right. of keeps that's what keeps the show afloat in my opinion yeah, is because I think so. is because they do have their moments. I mean like last week when you look at when Shiv was kind of like having a moment after she finds out that Tom was meeting with one of the uh, with Naomi Pierce, uh, yeah. and she's obviously very emotionally upset about that. You can see, especially Roman in that in that issue in that yeah. episode was like, "All right, I'm recognizing this. This is a problem. I need to get the financial guys out of here." Like, so they have those moments uh, where they look human and they look like they actually have some emotion. They actually have some empathy and some feeling towards their family. And that's what makes the show work. Because if it was just them being awful 100% of the time, instead of like maybe 85% of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then I don't think I don't think anybody would be just attached to this show. But they'd have their yeah. moments. Even Logan has his moments occasionally. We he see did, it in this one, in this episode. Tonight, yeah. yeah. Although he's desperate. Uh, yeah, he's desperate. But, but he, still, he still did. Uh, you know, like I said, you could tell Roman and and Logan. I mean, sorry, Lo, Roman and Kendall tonight felt bad for Connor. They legitimately oh, yeah, had concern. Yeah, they 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 really did. I mean, there was and Shiv, Shiv just didn't care, and that's just no. Shiv looked really bad in this episode. I she mean, did. She did. She really looked bad. I mean, I I get that she's upset about the fact that her father gave Tom's advice about how to handle the divorce attorneys and all this yeah, type that of stuff. Just, that just changed her whole mood. It really did, and. But she looked so bad when she was talking about Connor. I'm like, let's, let's go ahead and uh, let's let's transition into our talk about Connor and Willa. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, so when they get back to New York, when they get back to the city, they finally make it. They have a little powwow session with Stewie and Sandy outside of wherever it is that they're having this rehearsal dinner in. Uh, Roman is the first one in, and he confronts, well, he doesn't confront her, but he runs into Willa, and Willa's obviously 
not in a good spot right now. Ooh, and looks terrible. She looks terrible. She's having a hard time just talking. The other two siblings, Shiv and Kendall, come in. They kind of pick up on this. They're asking her if she's okay. Uh, she says, you know, it's not always happy, joy, joy all the time or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And so she's in a bad spot. And they finally make their way upstairs. They go to the table where Connor is. And Connor is obviously not in a good spot either. And they're starting to talk to him. And he says, you know, she's getting ready to say her speech. And she says, I just can't do this anymore. And it's like you said a second ago. Kendall and Roman are very sympathetic. They are very, they yeah. feel bad for him. They are trying to sympathize with him. Shiv just wants to talk about the deal. That's all she cares about. All she cares about, yeah. Doesn't even care about going up and even talking to Connor. She's no. like, well, this is over. Yeah. Let's just move on. And I'm like, jeez. Yeah. She's, like I said, she's out for blood. She's she's trying to screw over her dad. She's trying to screw over this deal. And she has no sympathy whatsoever for her, her brother, who is obviously getting ready to go through what well, could be a the end of his potential marriage. Uh, obviously, we see yeah. that at the end of it's not there anyway. just yet anyway. We'll see if we get yeah. to it next week. But uh, but this is just a great, great performance by Connor. He is just on point in this he one. And, it's like and this, I love the... Uh, go ahead. Well, it's like you said at the beginning, this might be his best episode. Uh, I mean, well, especially after, the scene where he's talking about how it's okay if Will leaves him, leaves him. No one has ever loved him. And right. he's used that as a superpower and he will be okay. I was like, oh my God, this poor man. And he's probably telling the truth. Yeah, he probably he was is. the illegitimate son. Uh, Logan, had, we've, you know, have heard that harassed his mother. She was in and out of right. mental institutions. I'm sure he, Connor was just stuck in boarding schools. Right. You know, and, and he's never been brought into the business. So, I mean, he gets money from Logan, but still, you know, he hasn't had love. No, he hasn't. And you really get a sense of just how how kind of pathetic his life is. I mean, yeah. And you feel bad. You he you is do. the he is the one you can truly feel bad for because right. look, he's not a good person either. Let's not no. let, let's not let's not sugarcoat this. He's not a good person either, but. He is the most normal of everyone, even though he's not normal at all. But he's still the most no, normal. His, his scene at the bar where he's like, "I want to, I want to just drink whatever the normal people." Yeah, drink. Wh whatever the regular I, Joes have, I want that. And he had some. He even said some weird drink. I was like, "Oh my god, just say a Budweiser." <laughs> but they can't. They have no clue. Yeah, they can't just have just a simple Budweiser. He had to just have some weird, strange beer or whatever it was. Not a Ho Garden. Okay, so uh, yeah. like. So that's that's just kind of of his character, but uh, he is obviously struggling with this. He's going through he's going through some really difficult stuff because he truly thinks Will is about to leave him, and he's he has her phone that he is just like looking at her location the entire time when they're oh, in the bar. God, that was so pathetic. So he's kind of cyber stalking her at this time, uh, and they're at the bar and they're they're going through they're discussing all this type of stuff and it's like you said roman and kendall are, are really there sympathizing with him and he they finally asked like you know and he's upset about this because one he's like at least i'll get some money tomorrow when this deal goes through and like, right, oh, right, right. well maybe we're not going to get any money out of this after all yeah. uh and so apparently though he calls up he calls up Carrie, who informs logan and this is when they all decide to have yeah. a meeting uh and it is just a just a classic moment because uh, they end up going to a karaoke bar because Logan and Kendall are like, 
what's what's something we can do to help you? What's what's something we can do? And he's like, I just want to go do karaoke because I've seen it in the movies and it looks like it'd be do, something. Do fun. rich people not do karaoke? <laughs> I, I, mean, I guess I, not. I was, yeah. And he sang the famous Blue Raincoat by Leonard Cohen. I don't know that song. I okay, I was wondering up, what that song was. I was like, this is I the most. It was a Billy Joel song at first. No, it's it not Billy Desperado. Joel. Desperado. He wanted to sing Desperado, which, if you've ever been at a karaoke or had it, that is. The Eagles are horrible songs. They're long yes, and they you are. can't sing it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was curious what the song was because I was like, this is the most depressing song that yeah, you can find. Famous Blue Raincoat by Leonard Cohen. Okay, I'm not familiar with that song at all. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, it was not anything I recognized. And like, Roman was right there with us like, what is this? What is this horrible yeah, piece yeah, of song? Yeah. But one of the things I thought that was interesting is, you know, he knows that this could be over. He talks about how this might, uh, his marriage might be over. And Shiv's like, you know what? It might be, it might be good for you. Maybe have you thought that this might actually, she's not good enough for you or something like that. And, and Kendall and Rome are like, no, no, she's going to be the best you can do. (laughs) This is bad, dude. This is really bad. Uh, but it does lead to the, the, because this is kind of what they've done the first two episodes. They have all these funny one-liners. They have all these. They, they're like constantly zinging each other throughout like the first forty-five minutes of of the episode. But then, like the last fifteen minutes of the episode, there's a lot more introspection. There's a lot more. Uh, it's a much more layered conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a much more serious conversation that they get to at the end. We had that at the end of the first episode with Tom and Shiv. Now we're getting it with all four children and with Logan here at the end. And it is it's a great scene because we get yeah. something that we almost never get from um from Brian Cox as Logan Roy where he is vulnerable. And look, yeah. I get that he is the reason why he is vulnerable is because he has to be, but that's that's the he only way to. you're ever going to get him vulnerable. Yeah, and also he was impressed with them for a moment. He was. He, he was. You yeah. know, before he, before the meeting, he was like, "Oh, they're really, they, yeah. You know, they're trying to get more out of Matson. Okay, but yeah, uh, he he needed them, and this may be the last time he needs them. Yeah, it may be. That we see on the show, yeah. Right. And, well, he says he needs Roman there at the end. So, well, like I said, we'll yeah, see how that goes. Uh, I guess all three of them. Yeah. Together. Yeah. So, so, he's trying to talk them out of basically siding with Stewie and with, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the one? Other? Sandy. Sandy, thank you. Sandy. He's trying to talk them out of siding with, with Stewie and Sandy. And he goes to them to appeal to them. And basically, like I said, he, he's very vulnerable in this. He's trying to appeal to them. He's trying to, like, he's saying sorry in his own way. Because, like, he he yeah. truly believes he has said sorry. In the, but he never says it until, like, they call him out. For, it's like, you've never actually apologized throughout the course of this thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's a great conversation because he realizes, look, and this is kind of what I was talking about a little bit last week, is we I know he loves his children, but he is disappointed in what they've become because yeah. they haven't made anything of their own. But he also, the, he, he's such a horrible person because he wants, the only way he can be proud of his children is if they have created something of their own, they've done something of their own, they've made something with 
the resources that have been available to them. But See, are we sure about that? Because Shiv went out as her own, and he wanted him her back the I whole know. time. That's what I'm getting to. He wants. That's what he wants. But the other side is he wants his children completely dependent on him at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like I said, that's what makes him just a horrible person because right, right, right. There is no satisfying him for his for his no. children. And th- look, and his children are awful people as a result. Yeah, they are. So yeah. it's it's. It's just such a great dynamic because here at the end of this episode, Roman is not into basically just trying to just throw as many darts and needles into to Logan as yeah. Shiv and and Kendall are because they are just right. constantly hitting him like they, they realize he's vulnerable and mm-hmm. they're taking advantage of it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and it like I said, it just. It shows just how awful. I mean, Shiv has been awful throughout this entire episode, but it yeah. also just shows how awful they can be, especially Kendall, because Kendall has been wanting, has been trying this since the beginning of this of the yeah. show. I mean, he's been trying to get one up on his father the entire time, and now he sees blood in the water and he's going for it. Yeah, you know, we haven't. Jeremy Strong has kind of been like subdued a little bit the right. last. This second half of this episode, he started taking over. Right. I feel like we got a Kendall Roy episode coming. Like yeah. Like a full-on one of his greats. Because like I said, w- once Madsen called him, he started taking over things. Yeah, he did. He started Once he gets that call, he really takes the forefront in the episode. And it was a lot of fun to watch Jeremy Strong. Yeah. And yeah. I'll be real honest with you. Knowing the history and everything that has gone on and what has been said about from Brian Cox about Jeremy Strong, I really felt that in this. I mean, when he was yeah, looking at Kendall, yeah. I was like, I, I mean, it really felt like, man, you're such a prick and I'm so tired of you. I mean, that's that's what yeah. it really felt. It was coming through in the character. I kind of felt like it was kind of coming through in Yeah, because, you know, they personally. say that, like, Kendall is in character. He doesn't talk to anyone. He sits over in the corner by himself. Right. He's in complete character. Like, yeah, and Brian Cox has badmouthed him and any to anyone who will listen. <laughs> right. I mean, he he does try to like he does try to like soften those blows. Somebody saying he's a really great performer and he's really and good he, at his, he's what he does. He's worried about him. Right, and he's worried about him. But he also, like I said, every time he's softening those blows, he then goes on and says he needs to cut this crap out. That there's no he's reason a for prick. it. Right. <laughs> like I said, he does that. Like I said, yeah. that was I really felt that there because there was a moment when yeah, that's a good point when Kendall was just like going off on him and I used the the camera flashes to to Brian Cox is like. I really feel that that energy that Brian Cox has been yeah. putting out about him. I really felt it in that episode. Yeah. Uh, but it ends with the the entire scene ends with that moment where Logan continues to be Logan. He continues to own his children because when they are con- just continually to attack him and to continually attack him, and he realizes that it's all just about the money uh, because they yeah. say something about you know this is just about the money. It's just good business or something like that. He's he he loses at that point. That's when he yeah they, they would this this could cost them a hundred and forty million right. And he just he's yeah. it, that moment is the moment when he was no longer vulnerable. He's like screw these people, and that's when he drops the line on them. Uh, I love you, but yeah. you are not serious people, and yeah. that is that just kills them. You can see the devastation oh, yeah. on their faces. Yeah, it was it was over at that moment. They were furious. Oh yeah, the, they were all furious. Roman, like I said, has kind of been holding back in all this. Yeah. He, he really, I think he's understanding that 
I think he, like I said, I said this last week, I think he is probably the one who has the most business sense, even though I never would have yeah. thought that when I first started watching oh, this yeah, show, to be sure. perfectly honest with you. But I think he understands this, this stuff the most, and I think it's also... Well, I, I like where they analyzed his Roman's text to Logan, no, it's, the, the where it's like, you said, take care. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, like, they're saying, I, I, they're like, I don't know, What's I'm not sure about meaning? this breach of trust. And like, for yeah. two texts, happy, happy birthday, take care, Roman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just fantastic. Uh, but they end up, they end up basically, they're devastated at this point, and they realize it. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. I have no idea because this deal is like, why would you schedule a deal on the same day as your as your son's wedding? I don't, I know, I don't know how you do that, but that's the only way Logan Roy knows how to do. Well, business. yeah, this is true. And look, Connor is kind of the one that he doesn't really think about or care about that much. Uh, yeah. So I guess it works in from. Since the beginning of the show, it just got, it fits well, he into. Did this for, didn't he have a business meeting at Ship's wedding? Yeah, and he then did. The yeah. mother, and then the, uh, their mother. Yeah, you're right. The, he's he's been doing that throughout the course of the. But those seem kind of like impromptu. This one seems like right. it was planned, though. So yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but anyway, so we'll find out next week if this deal goes through or how, how yeah. it's going to work out. But uh, it was very interesting that Roman shows up at Logan's house at the very end of this thing. And that's when yeah. when Logan tells him, basically, you know, I need you. I need you at ATN. I need you. I, I need a guy who's bloodthirsty and just ruthless and can do whatever it takes. And I don't know that that's Roman. I really don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. So, yeah. like I said, I'm not really sure. I think this is this yeah. feels like Logan being Logan and just kind of buttering up the right. one that he has his claws into just a little bit more so than the other two. I think you're right. And yeah. like I said, I, I'm not even sure that, that Roman buys it because he says at one point, he says, uh, maybe I should go. Like I said, he, Roman isn't tr- – uh, that's kind of the thing with Roman. He's been so – crapped on by everybody in his family he doesn't really trust anybody and i don't really know how he chooses his loyalty to any of these people because i know he doesn't really trust any of them um yeah i will say i I was happy for connor at the end of this because when he comes home willow is there in bed and he climbs into bed with her uh, and they have a a tender little moment and at least the wedding is on at least for now (laughs) anyway so we'll see what happens uh next week in next week's episode but uh, I will say this, Justine Loopy or Loop—I'm not sure how you pronounce her name—the actress that plays Willa. Yeah, uh, she does a. She's probably a really underrated part of this show because she is. Yeah, she always has been. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because like when she's on, like we don't see her very much in this episode, but mm-hmm. the way that she was just kind of playing this, like I am just a bride about ready to run. Right, it's really, really good. Like I said, we don't see her for much, but she's really good. Very underrated, very underrated performance. I agree with you. Yeah, like I said, I I like her. I like what she does, and I like what she brings to the table. And yeah, and I was gonna say it was good to see Hugo and uh, Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah, we hadn't seen them in a while. Mm -hmm. We hadn't seen them, and then uh, Stewie and Sandy. Always good to see them. Yeah. Matson briefly. And speaking of Sandy, it appears that Logan does not trust Sandy at all because yeah. Sandy is supposed to. Uh, I, she kind of goes with the deal, basically. I mean, she goes yeah. to work for 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 Madsen as soon as that happens. But the little coming up next week thing, it looks like she is still in contact with 
with Roman and I'll be because they haven't talked we have not seen the two of them talk after the past yeah. two seasons where their relationship has been so pivotal to this entire no, that, that's show. not Sandy that's uh Jerry I'm sorry Jerry I keep saying Sandy it's Jerry Sandy's the the, the Hope Davis yes that's Hope Davis yeah but, Jerry yeah yeah Logan doesn't trust Jerry yeah Logan doesn't trust Jerry and for good reason but uh I don't know if you can hear that we're starting a little bit of a storm here uh but like I said, I'll be interested because we have not seen Roman and Jerry. When their no, relationship yeah. was so pivotal in seasons two yeah. and seasons three, I'll be interested if the, well, how they bring that back into this next episode because it looks like they're going to bring it back in. Yeah. All right. Uh, are we ready to go on to our weekly awards? Yeah, I think so. I think we're ready to. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we have three weekly awards when we're covering a season of a television show. Up first is the Tyrion Lannister. Uh, who are you going with for your MVP? So, I'm going with Coe's. I'm going Brian Cox and Alan Ruck. Okay. And I have a feeling Alan Ruck may be again next week, but he was really good this episode. Yeah, I'm going, and, Alan, I'm going with Alan yeah. Ruck as well. Yeah. I thought he was just really good. This, like I said, it's, it's his best episode. Um, yeah. And Brian, I would put Brian Cox in there, but he's had been so great in so many other episodes yeah. of the show. I'm just, I want to go ahead and give Alan Ruck his time to shine. But I, there was a point I thought Brian, I thought Greg Hirsch, Nicholas Braun was oh, yeah. going to win. Yeah, there was a if point. If he'd had more scenes like he had with Carrie. And oh, just man. the play-by-play of, of Logan on yes. the, on the yes. floor, news floor, or whatever it is. Right. That was just incredible stuff. I mean, just some wonderful stuff there from, from Greg Braun. Uh, next is the Agatha All Along, the best scene of the week. What are you going with? Uh, it's got to be the family at karaoke. Yeah, that's a good one. And I was going to go ahead and... I'm going to go ahead and go with that one, but that... That scene of Logan on the on the news floor, that's oh, it's that was, really good too. That's uh, terrible. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I that was in that was the leader in the clubhouse for quite a while. Uh, the if you come at the king, you best not miss. What's your best line? And you've mentioned it. You're such dopes. You're not serious figures. I love you, but you're yeah. not serious people. Yeah, that's mine too. It's 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 the best line of the entire episode. And in an episode yeah. that was full of really really good lines. Well, it started off with Logan saying. Happy Christmas, you clock-watching. <laughs> like you said, homework, the show we've mentioned. Right. This isn't the end. I'm going to build something the, better. What was the you effing pirates. What was the Santa Claus line that Greg said there at the beginning, like when he was walking around? Oh, yeah. He, he's like, it's, as, it's as if Santa Claus was a hitman. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus was a hitman. That's right. I forgot about that one. So, like I said, lots of great lines in this one. Uh, it's kind of hard to choose, but I think that one is the most killer yeah, line there at the that. end. So. All right, rating time. Here on the game, uh, here on the main attraction podcast, we have a five-tier rating system. At the top of our list is Game of Thrones. Beneath the Game of Thrones is a loss. Middle of the road for us is a friends. Beneath the friends is a full house, and bottom of the barrel for us is Baywatch. Uh, what are you giving Succession uh, the final season after two episodes? Uh, it's game of Thrones. Yeah, it game is. of Thrones. And in fact, I 
if this goes on, we may have to change this to succession. <laughs> well, true, we may have to. That's you may be on to you may be on something there because that this show looks like it's going to understand how to get out at the right time, right? <laughs> which yeah. Game of Thrones but did it not. Is, uh, unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, our friend Stephen Augustinelli was making a good point. Has anyone used the Succession theme as a walk-up song in baseball? What an incredible walk-up song! It would be. It would be a fantastic look. I love. I, I, I tr- just because we don't normally get started a little bit later, I, I listened to it last week. I didn't listen to it this week. Yeah. The Succession theme is just so amazing because it is a piano-driven mm-hmm. theme song that is beautiful, but so incredibly aggressive in just the right. way that Especially it... Especially the middle parts. Yeah. Like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, it's just fantastic. I like I said, yeah. I, I love listening to it. I absolutely love listening to it. Like, What's great about the music of this is like they don't really they take that song and they just like speed it up at times or slow it down to like yeah. portray like the music is basically the same song throughout the entire show right. and they just speed it up or slow it down whatever they need to do to make it fit the mood so uh, yeah I love the, I love the the theme song on this thing all right uh, so that takes us to things that we are looking forward to every week we do like to try to. Give some to let some let our listeners know some things that we're looking forward to. What are some things you're looking forward to? I got two. Uh, the Renfield movie. That's that uh, Nicholas Cage vampire comedy with him and Nicholas. Oh, Holt. when's that coming out? It comes out in two weeks. Oh, okay. Good and they know. really dropped the the extended trailer, and it it really looks good. Oh, really? Aquafina is also in this. Okay. She's like the love interest, so I, I'm really really looking forward to that. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. You said it comes yeah. out in two weeks? Two weeks. And then also in two weeks, Barry season four. Oh, okay. And we got the trailer for that. Yeah, too. we got, the, we got like, the trailer for that. I forgot. Well, I don't want to give away, but Barry is in an interesting place. Yes, he is. He's in an interesting place. Like I said, I'll be interested in what they do with that. Um, all right, uh, a couple things I'm looking forward to. I had not heard of this show, uh, and apparently it's got two seasons on HBO because when, when we started Succession today, I don't know, I'm assuming you get the same thing. There's like a coming soon on HBO thing. Uh, did you get that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, this show, The Warrior, uh, that is getting ready to uh, come out. It's a, it's going to be its third season. It's been going since 2019. I did not know this. I wanted to check it out. Uh, but it, the warrior. Uh, or it's called Watch Warrior or something like that. But it's it's a martial arts show and it looks absolutely amazing. Like I said, when I was sitting there watching that, uh, watching that little preview on Succession, I was like, oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> I don't know when the the next season is coming out, but it looks fantastic. I need to go back and watch the previous two seasons because that one it looked absolutely phenomenal. And we only saw a couple little scenes from it, so. Uh, actually, I have two more. Uh, so one of the things I was looking forward to last week. That was Dungeons and Dragons. I'm having to look forward to it again because if you didn't know, uh, I was going to go see it on Friday night. And then in the South, there were tornadoes everywhere. I mean, literally everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I spent much of the night, uh, we were having to like shelter because there were tornado warnings uh, throughout much of the night. Uh, and I couldn't go see it because I'm not going to sit there and try to dodge tornadoes just to go see a movie. Uh, so yeah. I, obviously, if you listen to one of our previous shows I was, on Saturday night, I was out with my son to a concert. So I haven't been, have a chance to go see it. So I'm hoping to go see it this coming week. Really good it. reviews. Yeah, it's been reviewed really, really well. So the, the it makes me excited and I'm, I'm excited about it so i'm looking forward to it again uh but another thing that i'm looking forward to uh i don't know if this one's going to be as good but i'm 
I really feel confident after the last trailer. Super Mario Brothers movie comes out this weekend yeah. as well. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good, but I played Super Mario Brothers one, two, Super Mario, uh, Super Nintendo Mario, uh, Nintendo sixty four Mario. I played just about all of them. So, uh, well, the early feedback. I don't know where they played it at, but was like, okay, this is. They think this could be the biggest hit of not just right now the year. Really. They think this is going to be a huge movie. Okay, well, I, like like studio executives. Okay, well, cool. Like it's it's getting good, getting good buzz, good yeah. feedback. Well, I haven't heard that, so that makes me excited. Like I said, I've the last. I wasn't really sure the last trailer. There were some moments in that that made me think they understood the assignment on this show. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. So uh, I don't know when I'm going to go see it because I'm going to go see that one. So I'm going to see Dungeons and Dragons. I, I may try to see both of them on the same night. We'll see. So. All right, I guess that wraps us up for this week. Anything else you want to share before we head off into the sunset? Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.